Hey, uh, welcome back. Uh, Triple M's Homegrown 2023. Uh, hope you had an awesome break. Time away with family, friends. Looking forward to this year. Uh, heaps of big things planned. It's uh, super exciting. And as always, you can get involved with the show on the socials too. Triple M Rock, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and our first guest of 2023. There's no better person. Uh, we've never met before, but instantly, uh, he's just one of the most loveliest down-to-earth guys. I've been a fan of his music for such a long time. And it was album release day two. This was pre-recorded uh, last week on Friday and while he was in Melbourne. And it was just so so cool, yeah, to have him and just to have the show back up and running again uh, for this year. Of course, I'm talking about the one and only Kim Churchill. EP's live albums. He's done it all. An incredible career so far, not only here but overseas as well. From an island on the ocean. And we have a brand new album. As I welcome to the studio our first guest of 2023, the one and only Kim Churchill. Hi, you man. Welcome to Melbourne. Welcome to Triple M's Home Guide. Oh, thank you, Matteo. Thanks so much for having me. Uh, now, it is album release day. Mm. Uh, at a point of time of recording, it is just before midday. How do you plan yes. to celebrate the day? Well, I've been kind of getting around doing different interviews and keeping myself busy. Yeah. I was saying to you before off air, I, I parked my van in St Kilda and I yes. did some yoga and had a swim and did a meditate down on the sand. So kind of, it's just another day in a yeah. way, but then <laughs> yeah. there's like lots of little nice moments to just check in and I guess just be proud, you know, for a second and, in, Absolutely. and in, enjoy it coming to fruition. It is a special day because there is so much build up to it, isn't yeah. there? I yeah. mean, really, it's like, when did you reckon you started writing for this album? Oh, well, it's crazy. I looked at the, the, the amount of time I've worked on some of these songs. Some of them I've been working on for like 13 years. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's so funny. It's so funny, but... Yeah, so there there would have been moments up to 13 years ago where I sat down with an idea that is now yeah. being released today. Is that um is that like, you know, maybe like forgotten demos that you've kind of you've just recently discovered again or is it like finding a song where it's just like this doesn't feel right for this release, but maybe something down the line. Well, it's interesting. Like there's like the crux of the idea. I often relate it to like a beautiful bird that you very rarely see in the bu- in the bush. I like it. Yeah. And, and then occasionally I'll see it for a second. And I'll go, oh, there's that bird. But then I won't see it again for years. And then finally I might see it long enough to do a sketch or something. And then the sketch is what I can share with the world of that song. Nice. Because there's like the writing of the song and then there's actually putting it down in the studio. Have yeah. you had times where you've seen the bird, you've gone to nearly touch the bird, but then you just, the recording hasn't been right. Yeah. You've had to park it. Absolutely. Yeah. You sort of, you saw the bird for a second and you thought, wow, that's a beautiful bird. I can recreate that. Yeah. And, but you couldn't because you didn't understand yet. And it was yeah. too soon and you didn't understand the bird and the bird didn't trust you. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're real life things. Songs yeah. they're crazy. They're they but yeah. The bird in the bush is the is my metaphor for how a song exists on its own. So we've gone thirteen years. When was the most recent song written for this album? That would have been a song called Like December, and that was written literally. It's a two and a half minute song, and it was written in two and a half minutes um, no about way. a month before the album came. Oh out. no way! I woke up and I played it to start to finish. Yeah, yeah. Every word. It was. I, because for this album, it's called Dawn Sounds because I wrote it from five until eight in the mornings. Yes. As the sun would come up, as the sky would fill with blue. Oh, and, yeah. and as I got good at that approach of really coming straight out of a dream state, um, sometimes I would turn the mics on and I would 
play songs, completed songs. No way. Yeah. So interesting because I guess you hear, you know, people just assume that bands, you know, get in the studio late at night, record until 6 a.m. Mm. in the morning. Mm. It's nice to hear somebody doing the opposite. Mm. And in a place like Byron Bay too. Yeah. Yeah. That was a treat. That was, that was mainly because my, I mean, don't get me wrong. I hang I look at me. I hang out in Byron a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I had a girl the other night at a gig. She goes, I swear to God, you're on Byron Bay. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> wrong kid. No, and I was like, no, nah, I wasn't. She goes, oh, you look like somebody that was on there. I was like, maybe somebody on there looks like me. <laughs> <laughs> Kim, is the, Kim is the healthiest looking musician we've ever had on. For those who don't know. Perfect blonde hair, all round tan. Uh, just, yeah, man, it must be, was it hard sometimes to kind of break that mold of recording in the morning if you had an idea in the afternoon or were you pretty strict between that yeah, morning t- recording? Well, I'm lucky. I'm a real morning person. And I think some people are blessed with that and some people need time in the morning and need to go through their, their slow rituals and wake yes. up. And I'm lucky I can wake up and roll straight into things. Mm-hmm. Um but it took, it took discipline for sure. I mm. think I was going through one of those stages in life where I was like, I can do hard things. You know, I'm having cold showers. I'm yeah. working out every day, that nice. kind of stuff. So yeah. it was part of that whole, I do hard things. I get up at 10 to five and I, I sing for three hours, you know? Yeah, man. For people who aren't morning people, but want to be morning people, what advice do you have? Start slow. You know, like if you're well, if you're waking up at 12, Wake up at 11.45, get used to that. Wake like up that. at 11.30, yeah. start slow because um, the mornings are a beautiful time, but, but you know, circadian rhythm is a real thing, you know, like you can't just click it, you can't just change it. And yeah. I think that, um, yeah, starting slow and over time and then just finding those beautiful things in the morning that mean more to you than the time in the evening. That's what, yeah. being in the music industry, we party a lot, you know, yeah. we're out late where there's always mm. stuff going on. A friend doesn't go on stage until one in the morning, all of that stuff. It's important and beautiful times, but mornings became available to me through realizing actually doing my meditation and having a cup of tea in the morning is more important to me than this last beer out at the pub tonight. And um, as I began to find those rituals and those things in the mornings, I, I began to be like, I'm heading home. I've had five beers. I've seen everybody. I've done all the fun things. Yeah. It's 11. I'm going home. I love that. <laughs> I feel like uh, listening back to this, like, as you know, you've been releasing your music your whole life. I think when you look back and listen to this album, man, 10 or 15 times, it's going to remind you of just a really kind of beautiful experience, right? Yeah. 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 It's it's funny. Like, I actually stripped back a lot of the bells and whistles mm. from my music for this album. And it was specifically to f- kind of reconnect with my authentic set, like get back to who I am. And, love and, it. I'm a dude with a guitar who sings about whatever I've just experienced in the last adventure of my life, you know, yeah. and, and I think in that way, I'll, I'll always look quite fondly on this one. Absolutely. And what I love, I mean, I'm looking at this tour, which is quite extensive. <laughs> we're mad. going to, yeah, we're going to a lot of regional towns. We're going mm. all the way to Queensland. I mean, we're literally going everywhere. There's got to mm. be, just looking at it now, close to 40 dates. Mm. But what I love is the way you tour. Now, yeah. I only recently discovered this just before the interview, and I think it's, just amazing. Uh, most people will see bands at airports and they've got maybe 10 or 15 people around them, gear, boxes, everything. Tell us how you tour and how you've always toured. Well, I live in a camper van um, and I travel around. I actually have a stage that slides out of my van. So no way, really? It, it allows me to go to a lot of these regional places and I'll play in a national park or in a caravan park or, Whoa. Um, you know, small shows, 100 people, 200 people. Nice. Um, and I, I, I literally live in the van, like often we'll just... 
you know, you got to find the right block of soap, but like there's soap <laughs> that you can soap up in a river and brush your teeth. Yeah. And, you know, it's, um, I was obsessed with that film Into the Wild when yes. I was a kid. You know, I love it, the soundtrack, everything. And um, it was always my dream to kind of, yeah, to sort of live in a little bit in the wild, you know, totally. I don't know, like out there. And, and so, yeah, most of the time, um, as we were saying, I, I think off air as well, like I parked at St Kilda last night and, and that was surrounded by stuff and buildings. But a lot of the time it is, it is out in the middle of nowhere, kind of find a river and make breakfast in the van. And, Whoa, man. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, that leads, that gives you so many more experiences on a tour than a band would normally have. Like literally mm. van, Tarago, check in, sound check. You, you get to go exactly. at your own pace. You yeah. get to kind of, and really experience the places that you're playing at it as well. That's it. Yeah. I think what I really learned, because I did all of that kind of touring for a long time and I was like, all I see is backstage rooms, hotels and airports. And I am not happy. I'm not happy. Yeah. Even though I was, you know, having success and maybe playing bigger shows or whatever. And then I got back to, because, um, I even still had the camper van, but things had been taken off a little bit. So I'd moved into this other phase of, of my career. And then I realized like, I just need to be back in the, in the van. Like, Whoa. And yeah. yeah, and you, and you meet and connect. I was just playing shows in Tasmania and I got to hang out with these communities in Tassie. You know, if you go on a holiday to Tassie, you don't get to hang out with all of these local communities. And it's a beautiful part of playing music is, yeah. you know, parking the van in their backyard and sleeping, right. sleeping in their backyard and waking up and their dogs running around. And yeah. yeah, it's, um, they take you surfing and all, all of this stuff, you know, it's, it's, um, for me, it's. It's making my art my life, making yeah. my life a, a work of art that I'm proud of as well, yeah. And you're making like, when you meet people in that kind of way, you're making friends for life. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. people, when you often have experiences like that yeah. and they're fans of your music and you're fans of, you know, what, you know, they're doing for you too. It's a connection you'll have forever. Yeah. It's so true. It's funny. Like I was saying down in Tassie, I am a fan of Tassie people. Like I, I get fanboyish, like. If I'm chatting to somebody and they're like, oh, I'm from Tasmania. I'm like, oh, really? That's so cool. I know, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're a cool bunch down there. Hey. I know. It's like, it's something special and a bit, a bit undiscovered as well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. We were lucky on this trip. We went to the West Coast and we went to some really beautiful spots. And, and um, I just feel so lucky to have the opportunity. And as we were saying, it's through the lifestyle and all of that to experience these things and to explore and to see the nooks and crannies. I think it's like you're in a really good spot career-wise. Like you're releasing awesome music. You're a massive musician. You're getting 50,000 plays on Spotify, but you're taking it back to the bones as well. Yep. It, it's, yeah. It's like the music and the popularity is going up, but you're simplifying it. As, have you found like from a mental health perspective, you just feel better about music now? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I got this amazing piece of advice. Once that was, you know, the, the fame, the accolades, the, um, the praise, yeah. treat it like a, a beautiful golden retriever that's run up to you on the, on the street and it's run up to you and you, you can see the, the golden retriever and you can pat him and have this beautiful moment with him. Don't try to take him home. Don't try to make him yours. You know, the fame, yeah. the accolades, all of that. It's a, it's a brief, nice experience and not something that you try to make a sense of self out of. And, yeah. and so, yeah, for me moving back into the van and, and getting my perspective on my art, my life, my happiness has allowed the music to, I think, grow and, and hit people, you know, with a bit more authenticity and mm. 
Yeah. And you've been traveling around the world, you know, for almost, it's been about 10 years, maybe, maybe a bit longer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm 32. So I left on the road at 18. He looks 25, by the way, <laughs> maybe <laughs> even younger. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any, um, you know, especially during COVID, I've been talking to a lot of musicians where there was like time to stop. Mm. Do you have any kind of ultimate pinch yourself moments where you look back on and just be like, man, I cannot believe that that happened. I can't believe oh, I met this person. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I played Glastonbury Music Festival. Talk you know? to me about that. Yeah, I well, there was this. There's this incredible artist. His name's Billy Bragg. He's oh, of course. He's, yeah, yeah. He's um my generation or or the younger generation that I play to often don't know who he is. So I go on these long explanations of who he is. But but um an absolute hero and icon of English music, political music, folk music. And yeah. he took me on the road for for a year, all over the world. We went really. On, yeah, I was oh, a support act, and um and he got me a show at Glastonbury. Um, he's wild. He has his own stage at Glastonbury and it's huge, you know, it's probably like 5,000 people and they just go, Glastonbury's like a city. Yeah. And, um, and so he got me a show on his stage and then a show on one of the other stages. And then, um, yeah, I was, I was playing 5,000 people with Billy Bragg on stage at Glastonbury. I'm real. Yeah. Stuff like that, especially in COVID, um, when we did put everything our life became so tiny and minimal and under a, a Petri dish. Yeah. You know, you could kind of look at that fantastical stuff that was part of your normal life back when Yeah, and go, that's freaking amazing. Like, I can't <laughs> yeah. believe that happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that happened. And it's funny how when we're in the thick of things, often we're too close to yeah. see it for what it is, where our face is pressed up against it. And then when you have that moment. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Are you, um, so what's the plan for this year? I see that you're heading overseas as well. Oh, you're going to love this. I'm buying a camper van in Europe currently. Um, and it's getting kitted out by, oh. by a friend. So I'll arrive in Europe, March 29 and two are there for three months. Awesome. And then while I'm in Europe doing that tour, I've got some friends flying to Canada and buying a camper van and kidding it out there. <laughs> this is the the camper van world tour, man. <laughs> and How the, cool. And the deal is they get to have the van for two months before I get there. So, you know, I buy the van, they build the setup, they have two months of traveling Canada. Perfect. And then I arrive and take it. So, and then I'll tour Canada for three months or, or for this album. Um, and then I'll go with the Pierce brothers and Steph Strings. We're going to go on tour in New Zealand. Sick. Yeah. We're all going to go over together and yeah. you make a little trip out of it. Now, is, are you guys all going to be in the one camper van or is it, oh. this is going to be hotel kind of situation. Pat from the Pierce brothers is calling it. Hey, he wants to get like a big Winnebago or oh, something. Oh, nice. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, I don't know. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. I, um, I, I like the idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> I don't know what it'd be like in real life, but we'll definitely be traveling together, I think. And, and that should be really fun. And. Yeah, all in all, I just, I basically, I'm just going to continue playing a few hundred shows a year, and so good, man. <laughs> yeah, thank I, feel, you. I also feel like it's a perfect time to release an album because not a lot of bands are releasing music now, just after Christmas, so you mm. get to spend some time at home mm -hmm. and kind of relax over, mm. you know, December, and yep. then you know, start to finish. It's super That's fun. it. Yeah, it was, and it was cool because it, it I, I kind of. I got everything ready in December and then yeah. I had this break and now nice. I don't feel stressed about it. I, I'm, yeah. I'm having a, I'm floating through today. It's really nice. A, a lot of stuff was, um, was sort of already planned and, and, and yeah, I think releasing an album in January is a good, good vibe. Do you ever pick up people on the way when you're playing shows? Oh, absolutely. If anyone ever throws out the thumb, do you ever pick them up? Oh, or... I, haven't, I haven't done the hitchhiker <laughs> in a while. I'm not saying do it. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. But yeah. yeah. I, you know, I'm like probably most people like you see a hitchhiker and you feel a little bit of guilt and then you just go, 
I'm not going to risk it. No, no, I'm not no, doing no. it. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but yeah, a lot of the time, like, like you know, I'll stay at a friend's house and their housemate is a lot of fun and they're like, oh, you know, I don't have anywhere to be. I'm like, hey, you know, come come down to Portland for a gig or something. And then all of a sudden 10 years have gone by and they're best friends and, and they came on the road with you for a few months and found themselves in yeah. in Brunswick Heads and now they got two little kids and they live on a yacht. I feel like you are living a life that everyone wants to live. I'm looking at Jules outside. That might be the first thing we said to you. So we've got a little bit of a game that we play with okay. our on the show. It's yeah. called... On Triple M's Homegrown with Matteo, it's time for... Uh-oh, it's my party or dinner. So this is called Right Party Dinner. So I'm going to give you three acts. You've either got to write a song. Okay. You've got to party with them or you've got to have dinner. Oh, my God. Anywhere. Oh, let's incredible. Go. We'll go dinner with the family. All right? So okay. the first artist is... So we've got Stevie Nicks. Oh my God. Second I, artist. This is so fun. <laughs> Don Henley. I've been listening to that song a lot. Third while. artist. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Okay. Right party dinner. Stevie Nicks, Don Henley, and Bob Marley. Okay, I think I'm going to write a song with Bob Marley because I think that would be everything I would want to do with Bob Marley. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's all going to go down yeah. in this process of writing a song. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to take Stevie Nicks to dinner. Okay. With like, mum and dad. I like that. Yeah, yeah I yeah. just, I want to talk deeply with Stevie Nicks. I want to I want to have a platform for her to tell her stories and I think mum and dad would love it. Yeah. And I think Don Henley and I would write a really cool song. I think that'd be such a fun day. I think so oh, no, too. No, 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 no. No, you're Sorry. partying. Yeah, Don Henley and I are partying. Are we together. talking Don Henley back in the day, Don Henley? <laughs> yeah, uh, I think, I think so. Yeah, do. well, you know, why not? Let's yeah. let's um we're in a fantasy world. Let's make him young. <laughs> I'm young. <laughs> yeah. And um the the world's our oyster. Maybe we're in where are we gonna be? Maybe we're in LA. Yeah, I oh, do. You'll be on the, the strip. The van might never be the same. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, uh, Kim Churchill, thanks so much for coming in and chatting, man. I'm so excited. It's been great to meet you, hear about your journey so far. I've been fa- such a fan for a long time. And this year is going to be super, super exciting. But it is album release day and, you know, there's only one way to celebrate. Yeah! <laughs> so on behalf of uh, Triple M's Homegrown, we wish we could have uh, lit this, but it is uh, a bit of a present you here. Oh, stop it. Oh, thank you. We we would have have lit the candle for you, but can you pretend to blow it out? (laughs) Pretend like it's lit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thank you, guys. That's so sweet. Congratulations, man. Caramel slice is my favorite, too. Oh, there you go. Mm. Happy days. Mm. Great. (laughs) Ah, sweet. Awesome. Uh, what an absolute legend. I got a lot out of that chat. Uh, one being that I just want to pack everything up, get into a van and just be on the move all the time. Sounds pretty fun. Hey, Kim Churchill, uh, follow him on the socials, uh, Facebook, Instagram. He's got some shows coming up, like we said, touring around the country. Super exciting. And go up and say day. He's honestly, yeah, a super friendly guy. Uh, and while you're here, we've got plenty of chats uh, just down below. We've got Midnight Oil, Gang of Youth, Daniel Johns from Silverchair, Cram from Spider-8, Tim Rogers It's all happening right here. And as always, thanks for your support. Triple M's homegrown weeknights from 10.